0: The good news is I'm in remission, y'all. So, with that being said, the big dog
1: is back!
0: The big dog is back, and so is the Chick Foley Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. Coming off a pretty awesome week of Raw and SmackDown here is uh, I am live from the in laws suite, the Jimmy Seafood Temporary Studios. It's Phil Gentile, a- aka the Hot Take Kid. I have Sheena Phelps on the line from Honolulu. Sheena, how are you doing tonight?
1: Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Like I said, um, it's definitely a warm warm breezy day over here on the island as most days are so you know another day in paradise
0: yeah hate you for that but uh it's starting at <laughs> least it's it's at least getting late like brighter later in the day which is nice yeah, here we got
1: daylight savings time coming up for you guys so. yeah you
0: don't get that do you what
1: no we don't we don't participate in such nonsense
0: so it's always what time does the sun go down like seven or eight there
1: it, it changes a little bit, but we just don't, we don't, we don't observe um, the time change. Like you'll notice like in the summer it does, um, you know, we have longer days and stuff, but uh, yeah, it's just, we don't observe the the different change. I think there's one state is like Arizona. I think Arizona is the ol- only other state um, in the United States that doesn't do. Uh, daylight savings time. I can't remember.
0: Well, I don't blame him cuz it sucks when it gets dark at like 4:55 in the evening and you're leaving work and it's already black, you know, pitch black Dude, out.
1: Yeah, I remember those days. That was the worst. Like you you go to work and it's dark and then by the time you get off yeah, work it's yeah. dark. Like those yeah. are the worst days. Like that's like when that a seasonal affective disorder starts to like kick in.
0: Uh, but on the bright news, we have some brand new Patreons. I want I want to uh, read these names off because we got a bunch of them here. I want you to see if you can pick up the trend in these uh, names. We got Michael Gottschalk, Mike okay. Fu- Mike Fugazi.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: Michael Thompson.
1: Whoa, getting a little Michael here.
0: <laughs> Michael Flores.
1: No way. For I swear
0: Michael- to fucking god, this is true. <laughs> this Nick- is awesome. Nicholas Michael. We threw a last name in there. and Kalen jonathan hill not to be confused with jonathan taylor thomas uh i don't know if he has a.
1: we just call him michael yeah for chits and gigs
0: maybe i was gonna say he already gave us his middle name we must have known that we were going to see if his middle name was michael but thank you guys bob zegler as well is a ten dollar uh main event patreon so he's going to get exclusive episodes, articles, and videos, as well as AJ Sawyer, Dustin Saddock, Trey White, and John Mazafaro, are our, our main event Patreons. If you guys want to sign up for that, it's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Sheena and I did a uh, Best Gimmicks bracket, uh, a two-parter. They're each about an hour long. Those are exclusive for the, uh, the Patreons, and you can find that on there. We're going to do some more, actually put a poll up, and it's tied up 50-50. So if you're a Patreon member, go to the Patreon page and vote on that. what our next uh, episode is going to be, if you would please. But uh, if you have any questions or concerns or you need some advice on uh, buying figures or anything to, that you want to shout out to us, it's AskChickFoley at gmail.com, or you can shoot a DM over to Sheena on Instagram, at ChickFoley, or I run the the Twitter account, at show. And uh, you just did an mania episode on the Patreon as well. What was that about?
1: Yeah, we did a Retro Fest Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Um, just a dope figure. I was excited, so I unboxed him and then compared him to that, the Hacksaw figures that we already had. So um, it is live over on Patreon, so make sure you check that out. And if you haven't, I've unboxed lots of good stuff over there. And guys, I have some serious boxes stacking up over here that I'm about to uh, record and unbox for you guys. So stay tuned for that.
0: And uh, we have a giveaway later in the show for an elite Samoa Joe figure. What's the, uh, just go over the details on that because we'll get to that, you know, the kind of the contest later on.
1: Yeah, so we uh, we hosted our first ever, uh, the chick Foley show, Hater Egg Classic, where we're giving away an elite 64 Samoa Joe figure. And we had our all of our chick fil fam over on Instagram um, send us in, you know, the, the, their most entertaining, funniest um, you know stories about who their most hated wrestler is and why. And we got so many submissions, but we did narrow it down to three. so I'm excited to read those three and announce our winner at the end of the show. Um, and then I am going to let you guys in on probably Chick Foley's um, you know best kept secret as to why I freaking hate Samoa Joe. So that's like my most wow. asked question. Yeah, I know. So stay tuned for that. That'll be at the end of the show, but uh I can't believe I'm finally letting the cat out of the bag, but I feel like it's it's time. It's time. It's Vader time. No, but for real. <laughs> I think I think it's time.
0: We did get a, like five, those seven new Patreons this week, mainly because I've been posting all type of pictures of the NXT elites I've been getting. I'll unveil again the the best way to get those both on the Target app and in store uh, as we do our Go Figure segment later in the show. But let's get inside the squared circle here. A awesome week of Raw and SmackDown. We've been pretty down on the product overall, and I, you know, not something that we want to be. We're not here to hate on the WWE. We've both been fans our literally our entire life, but this was a great week of Raw and SmackDown, man. It got me really excited going forward. And I don't know. This is because Bruce Pritchard is taking over the creative. I don't know if he's going to have a that fast of an impact on things, but uh, it was pretty fun to watch both shows.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was fun. There was a lot of new faces and stuff, which you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of strange, you know, seeing all of this activity happening like right at WrestleMania season. Like typically, you know, it's like the this they take the road less traveled and they just keep on keeping on with the same old people. But um, you know, we we wanted different matches and we're getting different matches. I have some. I hate to say that I have some qualms with the way that they're doing certain things. Um, I do have a little bit of a some you know. Some, a negative side to it, but it's only because I love the NXT guys. They got called up so much that I wish that they were being used better. But other than that, I feel like like this week, especially Raw, was awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think like SmackDown, too. Let's get into Raw first, though. It starts off with the bang. We Over the weekend, I think it was, maybe Sunday or, or Monday morning, we heard that uh, Roman Reigns was going to make an announcement. You heard it at the beginning of the show here on the intro that he is back, and what do you see for him as a WrestleMania match? It's going to be tough to put something together as far as a long-term feud, but uh, is it is it Dean Ambrose? I mean, we saw those four, kind of a four-on-four situation develop a little bit on Raw with Elias joining up with Corbin and Bobby yeah. Lashley. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I heard them called the uh, the the Mid Carters of Doom. Uh, Somebody called them. I was like, Oh my God, that is so. That is like their perfect faction name, like the Mid Carters of Doom or the Mid Carter, the Evil Mid Carters or something like that. It was really funny. Um, As far as WrestleMania, I don't know. I have such mixed emotions because obviously I'm like so happy that Roman is okay. He's healthy. He's in remission. I'm so excited. Like I, I got emotional on Monday, like when he came out and just the thunderous like pop and like applause and cheers like I was so emotional because like, that's what he's deserved all along, in my opinion. And he was finally getting it. And I love that he was just soaking it in. And I think his segment like ran over, like I I could tell by the next segment was kind of rushed, I think, but I think he deserves all of that just to be able to like sit out there and like soak all that up and walk around and dap up the fans and, you know, take the selfies and stuff. Um, But again, I'm conflicted because my boy Seth Rollins is in the main event of WrestleMania and I don't want anything <laughs> to come between that, you know? Like I don't want like I don't want Roman to come in because I, I I feel like I'm just like torn, you know, it's like like picking your, your favorite kid or your favorite pet, you know? Like what do you do?
0: Yeah, I mean uh, it's gonna be great to see him out. He's obviously gonna wrestle at WrestleMania, but it'll be nice to have him in a match that doesn't showcase him as a main event type guy and have him like imagine how stacked this WrestleMania card is gonna be. We don't know what he's going to do we don't know what AJ Styles is going to do I mean it's it's yeah. kind of good and it's kind of bad because they're going to they're going to put him somewhere but it's nice to, to have him out of the main event picture but still have him around and it, it, it not be like why is Roman not in the main event you know it's just he's there yeah. everyone's going to be happy for it and he's probably going to squash somebody and he'll probably uh, have a couple feuds and then get back into the main main title picture but uh, I'm excited I think maybe Dean Ambrose I don't know if they have set I was up I
1: thinking- yeah, I was thinking maybe Dean Ambrose. I thought it would be fun if he was like a special guest referee for Brock and uh, Seth. You know?
0: Yeah, that's a good, that's that, a good call. That would be
1: kind of cool. I think, honestly though, I think the only way that like WWE could screw this up is if they thrust him into the main event picture right away. You know what yep, I'm saying? I yep. know, I, I understand that he had to relinquish the universal title, um, like un- and unexpectedly, and he didn't lose it, and he does deserve a shot to win it back. But I feel like now is not the time. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they should let it happen organically so that the crowd is behind him. They stay behind him, you know, and then he just has this mega baby face run. You know, I think he deserves that. And I feel like, you know, we know the the WWE audience is very fickle, fickle. So we don't want them to turn on him um, right as he's made this, you know, miraculous comeback.
0: And the worst part of social media and this age that we live in is now people on Twitter uh, doubting that Roman Reigns ever had leukemia and not knowing how he came back in four months to the point where the Leukemia Foundation or something Twitter account had to come out and basically say, hey, you idiots – uh, there's different types of leukemia, there's different you know, oh, degrees of severity, God. and not everyone loses their hair, and not everyone gains or loses weight or gains weight, and it's like, come on, man, It's it, they, there's no way a company would, would do that. There's no reason to do that to, to to any, you know, even if it is a scripted TV show, like, the guy's had leukemia in the past, and I can, you know, I've heard from multiple people that it was for real, and you know the fact that he's not allowed to film a movie while he's out like you know I mean life doesn't stop when you have cancer or any of these things
1: yeah it's just that entitlement and it's just like it's people thinking that they know everything you know and it is just it is so annoying that is the annoying thing about the the internet is like everybody has an opinion and i'm like where did you get your medical degree you know what i'm saying like what do you what do you actually know about leukemia do you even know what leukemia is like what kind of cancer it is like probably not you know they just like to people like that that are so small-minded like it's just like they only have one view of how it can play out you know and yep. Yeah, it's so annoying, but I can't believe that the, um, you know, Leukemia Foundation actually had to come out and yeah. say it's that. Like, how, emb- how embarrassing, you know?
0: 2019, that's where we are in our lives here. But uh, it was great to see him back. It was an awesome surprise, even though we kind of – knew if it was bad news it wasn't going to be announced in the middle of a ring in front of a bunch of fans but the fans were great at raw they really supported him they cheered for him they you know he was up there for i think 17 or 18 minutes
1: it was a while yeah he was up there a long time
0: yeah which is yeah. i like when they do that because it's you know it's a three-hour show and if it, if it's something that captures the crowd and it's not just people coming out to theme music back to, back to back to back to back where it's the mcmahons and all this crap you know give roman the steak and let him talk and uh, I'm excited, and I think this—you know—the the side effect of this is he's going to be over now for at least for a little while. When do you think the people, the fans, start booing him? Because they're going to start booing him again, obviously. I
1: think, yeah, I think it's it's not going to be long, dude. I mean, as, as bad as I hate to say that, I feel like it's not going to be long before they they turn on him again because inevitably the same people that doubted that he even had cancer are going to like start their same old narrative where it's like, Oh, he's being pushed down our throats. Like, you know, he goes away and then comes back and they're just immediately pushing him down our throats. And there's been guys that have been here the whole time, you know? Um, And it's, it's just going to be the same old thing. Um, I think now, I think, I think people, I think it opened a lot of people's eyes because RAW has been so lacking over the last several months like when you take a superstar like we take it for granted because we saw Roman Reigns every week right but when you take a superstar like that off of TV for an extended period of time it was October right when you Yeah, October. October. Yeah. Yeah, so since October we have not had Roman Reigns on our television sets and you felt it. You know, you have felt the lack of star power, you have felt the lack of storyline, like all these things with RAW. Um and I think now people truly understand how somebody like Roman Reigns really impacts the product, you know, and everybody around him. You know, he brings yep. people up to a different level, um, and as much as they would not want to admit that, that's it's the truth.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it, the show definitely felt it like it lacked star power without him. So I'm glad to have him back. I've always been a Roman Reigns fan, and uh, wasn't always a fan of the way he was presented on TV. But he uh, seems like everything I've heard. He's a class act, and I'm glad yeah. he's glad he's well, we back watched- out there.
1: Yeah, we watched Roman develop, though. I think that's the biggest thing is, like, we watched Roman develop into a superstar. Like, when he first came up, you know, from The Shield, from NXT, from all those things, like, he, like we watched him grow into the superstar that he is, right? Like, he wasn't amazing right from the bat. I mean, he had incredible talent, but, I mean, he had to work on his mic skills. He had to work on his promo. Like, you know, like, we saw him struggle through those things. But by the end, I mean, he's a freaking star, you know? Um, And I think it's just those early days people just get hooked on him like, oh, he sucks, he sucks, and they just remember those one or two promos that he botched, and, like, that they think that that's his legacy, you know?
0: Yep, for sure. Uh, other than that, we saw another big return at the end of the show during the Nature Boy's birthday party, uh, where uh, Big Dave Batista came out of the back, dragging, uh, dragging Ric Flair, and uh, you know, setting up probably a Triple H WrestleMania match. What
1: did you think Definitely of uh, Big Dave up. coming back? i mean i loved it i freaking loved it i was legitimately shocked and surprised for the first time and like i cannot remember how long like you know i can't i can't remember the last time i said that about wwe programming you know because honestly like everything now is so announced like you know they do like they like tell you like oh John Cena's gonna come back tonight with an announcement oh Roman Reigns is making his return with a big announcement you know like you always know who's coming back and what's happening you know and I understand like WWE has to be on top of it because you know with all the social media outlets and stuff like stuff's gonna get out you know the new they're somebody's gonna say like oh my God I saw Batista at you know, at Raw, you know, before he actually debuted. So, I mean, I know they, they have to be on top of those things, but man, I, I was totally caught off guard by this. I thought I thought for sure, 100%, it was gonna be a Becky angle, like, you know, Ric Flair, like, they did all this stuff to make you legitimately feel like they were doing a Ric Flair birthday celebration, and Becky was gonna come out and, like, have, have Ric Flair in the armbar in the back when he didn't come out. And then when I saw this guy, like, pulling this cameraman across, I was like, who was that? And then, oh my god i thought
0: it was awesome yeah that would it would have been cool if it was becky but i I like big dave coming back i think he adds in it just a little bit more star power to wrestlemania yeah and uh what it, it would be cool if they just did something where he, maybe rick was just drunk and he was actually just kind of helping him he was just dragging him to the ring or something and just <laughs> did like a swerve you know i wouldn't know i didn't beat him up he was just i found him like that you know That is
1: so funny. Well, it's funny because I actually, I was just joking. Like when they were calling all the legends out, you know, like Steamboat and all those guys. And like, I was like, I wonder if, I was like, where's, I wonder where Batista's at, you know? And I said that to heel husband. And then all of a sudden, like he appears on my TV and I was like, what the hell? Like, I cannot believe it. But I knew I, after, after Smackdown 1000, I've been waiting for, for this angle, but like, I didn't. I don't know why it was just not in the forefront of my mind, you know, like after they had that stare down at, um, SmackDown 1000, I was like, okay, cool. Like they're, they're teasing us, but they've teased us with stuff with stuff like that before and never really pulled the trigger on it. Um, but I'm glad they're doing it. I'm excited to see if he's still got it in the ring. You know, I mean, I know he can like kick ass and galaxies far away, but, um, I'm just wondering how, how much, you know, ring rust, there will be, I'm sure he's been training his ass off. If he's going to show up, I'm sure he's going to be prepared.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah, that is a good question. T- tell me I'm crazy that I, I'm already kind of sick of the Becky Lynch thing. Am I? Okay. Am I, am I over the board here? Am I, am I as total Mark?
1: No, 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 no. You're not. Um, Because I don't, here's the thing. I am still so excited to see. Becky and Rhonda at WrestleMania. Like I'm still super pumped to see that match. The buildup though, is really starting to like, like, like nag, like wear on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, Oh, mm. like Becky keeps coming back every week. And I'm like, keep her off for a couple weeks. Right? Like let her legitimately be suspended. Right. And now the narrative has changed. Like it was this like blood feud, right? Between Becky and Rhonda. Like, you know, I hate you. Like, I'm going to get your title. Like it was, you know, this whole thing about Rhonda being presented everything with a silver spoon and Becky being like the, the scrappy underdog. And like they had this feud against one another. And now it's turned into like some sort of like women's, you know, we're doing this for women everywhere and like all this stuff. And, you know, we need to do the right thing. Like that promo that Rhonda gave to Stephanie, I was like, when did it become this? You know what I'm saying? Like this title is for for women, and we need to make the the best decisions and all of this. I I was, I don't like where it's going. You know, I think it's turned into something like it's gone on too long, and it's turned into something that it wasn't originally anticipated to be.
0: Yeah, I feel like the best, my favorite part of the thing right now is just the the super cocky asshole Charlotte aspect of the match. You know, like you want to see her get her ass kicked, and uh, I'm excited that she's in this match. If anybody's gonna have to be in it, because. Uh, I don't know. It's just Ronda Ron- can't carry it on the mic, so they're going to have to have someone week to week kind of instigate things, and it'll be interesting to see what happens at Fastlane. But Becky Lynch gets yeah. ar- gets arrested, and I'm sure they're going to make shirts of that and all that kind of stuff. It was very similar to the, to a Stone Cold Angle, which you know was yeah, kind of where they're, they're going.
1: Yeah, they're definitely playing that part up. But I do agree. Like, it's just I feel like at this point, like they're they're making. Becky, they're making Becky annoying, you know, it's and it's not so, like, you don't feel that same energy when you see her, you know, um, and I think it's, and we still have, like, six weeks to mania, so I'm like, man, like, I hope it doesn't fully dwindle out like we're really gonna have to bring some power back to this thing you know yep but that being said i'm not crapping on the match like i'm still stoked oh for- yeah
0: that match is gonna be oh, sick and it deserves yeah. to be a main event yeah
1: yeah a women's main event at wrestlemania like i'm, I'm super pumped for that but yeah i am the build-up is just kind of like wearing on me a little bit
0: anything else you want to touch on from uh raw we saw another your, your favorite segment moment of bliss where they're f- they're oh fully just making gosh. they're fully making Alexa Bliss just a di- a diva.
1: What is happening? Okay, so so she comes out, and I was like, ooh, Alexa's got a little fire, because she's like, if you want a legitimate, you know, she was like, she started, like, going in on Rhonda, saying don't let the, you know, red carpet that they rolled out for you hit you on the, on the butt on the way out, you know, like, just, and she's like, if you want a legitimate competitor who will be there and show up for you, you know, no matter what, or that you can depend on, like, I'm right here. And I was like, okay, Alexa, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and then she, then Finn comes out, and she starts talking about his abs, yeah. And I'm I'm like, wait a minute. These are like two opposite ends of the spectrum here, you know. And it it was so weird. And she's like, "Well, if you show me your abs, I'll show you my." Alluding to that, she was going to show him her boobs. And I was, I just don't like that, Alexa. You know. And believe me, boobs don't offend me. Like I don't like that's not the that's not the issue. I'm not like a feminist. It's like, oh, you shouldn't show your boobs. Like whatever. It's like, why? It's not That's
0: not who she who her character is. I mean, I could see someone yeah. else saying that could be a, like a Nikki Bella line or something or.
1: Yeah, I mean it just yeah, it doesn't fit her character and I ha- we haven't seen her like that before and it's been like week after week, you know, with um EC3 and then, you know, now with um with Finn and didn't she there was somebody else I thought, but yeah, it's just been very strange. Oh, didn't I that we <laughs> oh yeah she was talking about his big beautiful bald head no that segment that they did in the back when she was like half topless oh they, yeah. Like, walked, yeah they walked in on her and i was like this is so strange like i don't i don't know what where this is going or what this is going to build up to but
0: i do I like, like i like how Corey graves was basically playing like the jerry the king Lawler. were like no leo rush <laughs> what are you doing get out of here like you know,
1: yeah <laughs> that's exactly. pretty funny uh, did you notice that sting gave seth I, I mean i don't know if it was intentional or maybe i just noticed it because i'm like you know a huge seth mark but like i was like damn sting like gave seth the cold shoulder on the way out when they were calling all the legends out like he was dapping everybody up you know and then all of a sudden like he just like turned his back to seth and i was like ouch you know oh no
0: i didn't notice that. i did notice that uh he seth took a chop from ricky the dragon ricky, which is yeah. funny yeah and then, yeah, that uh, was funny. St- st- I did see Sting stop and said a couple words to No Way Jose and uh, somebody. Who else did he say something to? That
1: well, that was, uh, what was made it So funny is that, yeah, he's like talking to Bobby Roode and No Way Jose, and then Seth is right there at the end of the the ramp, and he just like turns his back, like no five, no shake, no eye contact, nothing, and you know as far as i know they're cool i mean i know the whole thing with like you know seth injuring sting and all yep. that but from what i understood after that like they were they were cool so i don't know if it was just complete coincidence and maybe sting just legitimately didn't see him but from my perspective i was like oh what
0: between between him and shawn michael's those guys are looking old man i mean i know i'm Dude, getting older but
1: no, heel husband and I were just talking about that. I was like I was like, we have to like they have to change Shawn Michaels' music, dude. Like just make it just make it instrumental because there is something, like, it causes some sort of like like dissonance in my brain when i'm like seeing Shawn michaels skip down the ramp and then i'm hearing i'm just a sexy boy sexy boy (laughs) like there's something like it just does not fit you know and like i'm like i would be totally cool with them doing just an instrumental of it but the the vocals like the lyrics like they gotta go
0: yeah it doesn't doesn't fit when you're uh Forty or 50, you know fifty years old or something, whatever. He's probably yeah, more than that now. Yeah, and he
1: looks. I mean, and he looks every bit of it too. Yeah, he's aged what, in the saying. last
0: five years. He's aged quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat looks better than Shawn Michaels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, it was. It's. It's. It was very noticeable. I mean, it's been noticeable for a while, but it was very noticeable the other night.
0: <laughs> Over to SmackDown, where I really liked how they kicked things off with the return of Kevin Owens, who. Seemed like he was going to be a face from all the iPhone promos he was posting with his kids, but maybe he will be. I don't know. He he comes out, doesn't really say a word, um, after, and replaces Kofi as the number one contender at the Fastlane Championship match against Daniel Bryan. But I I like where this is going. I don't know what they're going to do here, but I'm assuming this is to put Kofi in the title picture at WrestleMania. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, um, I have mixed feelings because I don't – like. The way it happened, I thought was so ridiculous because we literally just saw that angle. The same thing, Vince McMahon coming out and announcing that he's switching a main event at WrestleMania just because he freaking feels like it and he doesn't feel the contender is worthy. Like when he replaced um, Becky with Charlotte and then he does the exact same thing with Kofi and uh, KO and I, I just thought it was like very unoriginal and kind of strange that they did it twice you know, like they did that same thing twice. Um, but I do like the fact that this is going to... I was worried if they fought at Fast Lane that that Kofi Mania was not going to happen, right? That we were going to get too much Kofi and then he was going to lose steam and not go into Mania. But with this angle coming in, one, we get KO back, which is super exciting. And then two, it gives us that break from instead of having, you know, Kofi Lane, we're going to have Kofi Mania
0: kofi lane i like that what 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 would have been cool if he would have made biggie the the replacement an interesting wrinkle you know and then they would have kind of had like a not a few but like a you know hey man are we boys or what and then at maybe at wrestlemania biggie helps him win the title or something but you know it would cause you know not a breakup but kind of hinted a breakup because i mean they've been around for a long time together and you know, I think Big E deserves it just as much as Kofi does. I'd love to see Big E in the title picture, but
1: yeah, I, I, I think Big E would be a good singles competitor. But I definitely don't want to see the New Day break up because no. the, to me, like even I don't feel like any of their singles runs would be as good without each other. Do you know? What, does that make sense? Like even as a faction, I feel like even like if Kofi goes on this singles run as the champion or whatever he still needs the New Day as his, like, hype men, you know? I feel like it just adds a different level of um, just excitement and fun around those guys, and I I, I don't want to see them break up. But I loved how... Daniel Bryan just sat there in the, in that chair, like, like all this craziness is going around. You know what I'm saying? Like the new day comes out, there's all this pomp and circumstance. And like, they're, they're jumping on the, the, you know, the turnbuckles and like throwing pancakes. And Daniel Bryan is just sitting there like so stoic, just like watching all of this. And even when Vince McMahon comes out and announces that KO is taking his place, like he's just like, so just like, you can tell he's really thinking, you know, and yeah. he played it so well. I was like, God, Daniel Bryan is so awesome. Like, he is just so amazing and just such a freaking professional, you know. Um, so I I loved everything about that segment, and I'm hoping that they, that they do it well and both guys come out looking better. KO comes out looking better, and um, Kofi comes out looking better. But did you notice that Shane said that <laughs> – that uh kofi has been an overnight success for the past 11 years <laughs> what no. does that mean <laughs> i
0: gotta find that for the outro that's a great quote yeah
1: <laughs> oh like i said yeah a, he's like he's been an overnight success for the past 11 years and i was like that that's not what that means you know yeah. i don't think you think that me what it means what i think it means
0: we did see the return of the hardy boys uh in a already crowded smackdown tag division but it was good to see matt hardy back out there and this is something good for for jeff to put him somewhere and we have a glut of tag teams now on smackdown they go over Mm -hmm. the they go over the bar and the swanton bomb he hit on sheamus was uh was not a was not a shoot uh was a shoot swanton bomb he just landed right on top of him wasn't any like you know and he's sailing yeah. over top of them, man. But uh, what do you make of this? I, I'm assuming they're going to do some sort of four way round robin type of tag team match for the titles because you've got a ton of tag teams now on Smack. I can't even name all of them.
1: Well, yeah. Well, so we, you got the Hardy Boys back, and now you've got. Well, I mean, obviously these guys haven't been, you know, brand specific, but you've got like Alistair Black and um, Ricochet as a tag team too. So no, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just getting more crowded and more crowded. So they've got to do something with these with these guys um and i'm excited to see the hardy boys back and i'm going to touch on the ricochet alistair black thing in just a second um but i mean did we really need them back like i feel like i feel bad saying that but did we need the hardy boys
0: (laughs) no they sell a ton of merch i'm sure Ton of Yeah, I didn't think
1: about that. Yeah, they probably do sell a crap ton of merch. I mean, um,
0: you know, put them on Raw and, you know, put half of these guys on Raw and just give them something to do, you know. it's, But, yeah, with the Usos and the Bar and all these tag teams, it's getting crowded. I mean, you already, and you're putting together tag teams still with the, the McMiz and the Rusev Nakamura tag teams. Yeah, it is it is getting crowded. We saw our truth do an open challenge, which was pretty oh funny. Oh,
1: my gosh. That was, to me that was the highlight of SmackDown Live. I thought that was legitimately one of the best segments of the night. Like he is just so for like, this is why you need people like R-Truth, you oh, know, man. like Talk they're, about they're underrated. The, yeah. There are the, there are the smarts out there that feel like everybody should have a chance at the main event picture. But like, this is why you need people that are like mid Carters and comic relief because he brought so much just levity to, to the show um, and when he was talking about John Cena and like everything he said was like so funny, like it, it like everything he said hit, you know, and then he did the five knuckle shuffle. Um, and he won, he retained against freaking Andrade and, uh, Ray Mysterio. Was it Ray Mysterio, right? Ray Mysterio. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, Andra- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Andrade and Ray Mysterio. And, uh, I mean, that is like, that says so much. Like, I just thought it was the coolest thing because I mean, let's be real. Like those guys are way more like athletically gifted than, than R-Truth. Um, but dude, I thought it was awesome. And I'm hoping, my hope is I saw, I read an article and I was like, Oh my God, this would be like the most amazing segment of WrestleMania. Um, since Cena really doesn't have a place at WrestleMania, like if R-Truth retains the U.S. title all the way to Mania and he does an open challenge, cause he's like always referencing Cena, like what would Cena do and doing all those things. So, um, this isn't the first and-
0: time he's done that. I haven't, I haven't,
1: I haven't seen. I know. I haven't seen him do this before. Like, it's a this cool is, gimmick. It, this, yeah, it was. It was really cool. And he was like, you know, uh, Carmella was like, well, John Cena would fight both of them. And he was like, oh, he's really brave, you know. And <laughs> I just thought that. I thought that was really funny. And but if he does an open challenge at um, at Mania, and John Cena answers the open challenge, like I think that would be like the perfect spot for for. Our truth, and even if he loses, like I think it would just be super cool.
0: Yeah, I was having, I was expecting the title to change hands here because I would love to see a Mysterio Andrade from, uh, you know, situation at, at uh, WrestleMania for the title. But that yeah, didn't happen. oh
1: yeah, for sure. And I mean, I'm sure it will. I don't, I don't see, I don't see, tr- like truthfully, no pun intended. I don't see our truth carrying it all the way through Mania. I'm pretty sure, like one of these. One of those two guys is going to get the title, um, but in my mind, I'm fantasy booking R-Truth to have his WrestleMania moment.
0: Uh, Rus- well, yeah. What's your thoughts on this Alistair Black Ricochet tag team match? So these guys came up together and they're you know being packaged as a tag team for now. Uh, they keep winning though, which is which is good. You don't you don't like the direction they're going with them here. They're just kind of treading water, obviously.
1: No, I don't like it at all. Like I, Alistair Black. Like, why is Alistair Black tagged up with Ricochet of all people? You know what I'm saying? Like, Alistair Black is a loner. He is a lone wolf. Like, he is dark and mysterious, and he has he's supposed to have mystique, you know, and just be this like, you know, just brooding character. And here he is in the middle of the ring, like, you know, high fiving and hugging Ricochet, and just to me, it just like everything I've learned about Alistair Black up until this point in NXT. It's like, this is a totally different character, you know? And I guess if you've never watched NXT, like, it doesn't matter. But for those of us who are NXT watchers, it's so strange to see him just, like, being in this tag team and being all, like, you know, jolly. And they did awesome. Like, I mean, the guys, like, put on a freaking show, and, like, they they definitely popped the audience with their, you know, like, aerial moves and all those things. But still like I don't I just don't like it like I don't think why is Alistair Black part of a tag team like he needs to be a singles competitor
0: yeah I think I think he's gonna need to turn heel he's just would be too perfect as a heel um right now I think he would be I think that's where they're going with this they're going to split these guys up or do something like that but yeah I mean it, it makes sense just to get them exposure to the to the main roster crowd and get people to know what they can do before you kind of put them in a program with someone and you know i i I see where you're coming from but after wrestlemania i'm sure they have big plans for them they're just kind of going to be here you know just kind of a training session or something but you know i i would like to see them do more but i can kind of see where they're going with this
1: yeah i just want meaningful storylines for these guys like i just don't want them to you know, fall into obscurity because, you know, they don't get over. like you know, if they don't get over as a tag team, then they're gonna people are they're gonna be like, oh, well, then these guys aren't over with the audience, like we're not gonna put them on TV when in reality, like that's not who they are, and that's not who they should be. You know, like if you give these guys a meaningful storyline, they could kill it. You know, but if you're just throwing them out there every week on both shows, to like wrestle the existing people that are already there. And I feel weird saying that because I wanted new exciting matches and I'm excited to watch those just straight wrestling matches, right? Like I, I think, tag, I like tag team wrestling, um, but I just, I feel like when they just took all the top talent from NXT and just like scraped it off the top and like tossed it into Raw and SmackDown, like it's just, it just not doing it for me.
0: Yeah, it didn't really have a reason. It was just kind of to to do it, you know. But we'll see where it goes. Uh, yeah. Going forward. I, I, after-
1: I try not to watch with too critical of an eye. I'm open. I'm yeah. trying to be open.
0: <laughs> we saw the main event, Dana O'Brien and Eric Rowan against Kofi and uh, Kevin Owens. Kofi and Kevin Owens get the win here. A nice setup. I did like the Stone Cold Stunner from KO. K- K- I don't know if he's going to make that a, a normal move of his or not. But i uh, like to see that being brought back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I thought, I, I think this is where it's, it's also, um, you know, KO trying to maintain that baby face, you know, like, Hey, you know, I, I understand how it's, you know, this can make Kofi feel bad. So let me tag team with him against Daniel Bryan and Rowan, you know? Um, so maybe he is going to be a face. I don't know. I, I personally prefer heel Kevin Owens to face Kevin Owens. Um, but maybe that's just me.
0: Where do you see them bringing back Luke, you know, speaking of these four people, Luke Harper, I feel like we talk about this every single week, but Luke Harper is still out. I think he's been training and coming back. He should be back soon. And Sami Zayn. uh, Could you see a Sami Zayn interference in this main event and then setting up a Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn match, turning one of them heel? I mean, I would rather have Kevin Owens heel, but uh, I think that would be, those guys have wrestled some barn burners before in NXT.
1: Yeah, they've had they've had amazing feuds before. Um, I could see that. I just, it's one of those things. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, how do you do it? You know? And Sami Zayn is so freaking injury prone that I'm like, I can't count on him to do anything. Well, Luke Harper
0: too. Yeah. Getting
1: getting hurt, you know? Um, so it's hard for me to get excited about him because anytime he starts to get any sort of meaningful storyline, it's like, oh, and we're out you know um but yeah i don't know i don't know about either of those guys you know there's just so much going on right now to me like i'm like don't don't bring anybody else in yeah you know? i mean like, you
0: what? saw Bray Bray Wyatt too he got into somebody on twitter uh, about like you know relax i'm coming back when i'm coming back stop reading into all my all my tweets and all this shit so
1: oh he did
0: yeah i forget I forget exactly it was like brian alvarez or one of those guys had you know writ, wrote a whole article about his some tweet he said you know re- yeah. religious type of tweet but yeah i mean it's all you could literally start and i don't want nxt to become this but you could start an entire third show and and we don't have and i don't have enough time in my life i'm gonna get a divorce if i watch another three-hour wrestling show a week but i mean you you could skim you know 20 guys from each of these rosters to 10 15 guys from each of these rosters and make a whole nother show that would be pretty entertaining and you know i know they already have 205 live and now nxt nxt uk it's it would be tough but um, I just... oh well
1: i mean i think i think we're definitely in for it i definitely think there's more expansion happening um you know we just I, I don't know where what they're gonna do or how they're gonna categorize it, but I definitely feel like there's there's more brands and shows to be made with the amount of talent that WWE has
0: For sure uh, so we have both really good shows Well next week we will do a fast lane preview as the 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 card for that is starting to shape up pretty nicely so uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what's going on there yeah uh, Next up is our go figure segment. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Talk. Here comes the money. money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Go figures. Our weekly segment where Sheena and I discuss our purchases of the week. Uh, wrestling figures mainly, but if we uh, get any other kind of figures or wrestling memorabilia, shirts, and all kinds of stuff, we both collect all kinds of all kinds of wrestling related gear. You'll hear about it here. So uh, Sheena Sheena has breaking news on her. Go figure segment.
1: Yeah, Heel Husband and the Babyface are actually out fig hunting as we speak. Um, and I just got some uh chick breaking news text uh from him that says he found Retro Series seven at Walmart, which we have not seen here on Island yet. So that's 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 a big day for us here. It means that more more stock is coming in, new stock is coming in. So, you know, just as a reminder, Retro Series seven is uh Seamus. Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, and Chris Jericho. Um, so that's pretty exciting. We've been seeing the same old Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose retros here for months and months and months and months.
0: Yeah, I did a uh, Patreon-exclusive unboxing video with those figures. Wait till, you, wait till you check out the Shawn Michaels one. It looks great. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like Festus at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, people have been asking me, people have been hitting me up uh, about how to find these NXT elites I, at target so it's been frustrating as hell because i wake up every morning and there's an alert on my phone that uh you know th- you know alistair black is now available at target.com app and uh time uh, you know it's always like for me here on the east coast it's like two in the morning three in the morning and i always miss it uh, so uh this is what i want to tell you so if you're looking for these on the target app you need to search for something like search for alistair black nothing is going to come up but you have to go to the uh top right where it says filter and make sure you check it so things that are out of stock will come up and there's a little heart when you pull up the figure you can click the heart and it adds it to a favorites so if you go to your profile anything you have saved as a favorite will come up there and you need to make sure that there's a little green check mark and it says notify me when this is back in stock you check that then you'll get a notification and it's literally you need to have your Apple Pay set up. You need to have everything good to go so where you can go in here, click ship it, and check out. Because I've been close to I've had it in my cart a couple times, and it's gone out of stock that quick. I don't know what Target does. They get like maybe three figures into the warehouse, and they, they turn the button on. But every time it goes back out of stock, you have to go back in and click notify me when it's back in stock, or you're not going to get the notification. So the better thing to do, Sheena, is to go to popfinder.com. So BrickSeek will not work. For these Target NXT elites for some reason, so it's PopFinder. Take the E out, so it's P O P F I N D R dot com, and just go to the Target tab and type in five two one six six seven one seven and your zip code. And uh, I talked about in the show last week. I have a, a group of buddies now f- uh, through Facebook that have all you know locally. We all kind of search these targets, and and one of the guys is in charge of just making sure the stock is you know when we see it. A local store, for example, there's two of these NXT elites. They're probably both Rusev's. We wake up in the morning and it it jumps up to 10. We know there's a, a new case of eight NXT elites. One of whoever's nearby will go there you know, we'll butter up whoever is stocking the shelves and get them to pull the case out. So I've been able to find a bunch of them and we've kind of, you know, we make sure these aren't going in the hands of scalpers, which is super annoying to see them on eBay for 100 or $200. I will try to get some if any more come in stock nearby here for all of our Patreon subscribers, even if you're just a dollar a month, I don't care, you're supporting the show. So I want to help you out. So, you know, drop me a DM or a message or an email and tell me what you need. And if anything comes in, you know, you PayPal me and I'll ship it out to you and not a problem. But Uh, that's the best way and uh, it's really good to tag team with with some other people because you know there's so many targets and and uh i left grabbed a couple of them today and a couple people messaged me and wanted stuff i tried to go back and they were already gone so uh it's been tough they've been in and out of stock in a lot of places but that's the best method sheena for for finding that sorry that was so long-winded
1: no, that's a, that's all right. Like I said, you know, we have legitimately, you know, we're on Hawaii time, so we're way behind mainland. So when those target stocks are happening, like it's it's literally like, you know, eight. Are you okay? Did you fall down?
0: No, I just leaned back on this chair and it made like a cracking sound. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you heard that. What a, this is a great oh, microphone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I picked it up, man. I thought you had like cracked – like killed over. No. um, but yeah, like literally, like you know, heel husband has the alert set up on his phone, and it was like two seconds. I mean. Like, Heal Husband is as savvy an online shopper as anyone I know as far as, like, getting hot releases and things that are super limited. Um, and, I mean, he – it's, like, immediately, like, within two to three seconds of him logging on, you know, after he gets the notification, they're gone. So, yeah, I don't know what – like, if there's one guy, like, scanning in one to two figures every time that the alert goes off. But, yeah. it yeah, it is so super frustrating. And I can't even talk about Target right now because I'm so – frustrated with them. I don't know if you guys have been watching my Instagram stories uh, over on Chick Foley, but there is this um, elite AJ figure swap that has been there and I have turned it in. It's top picks AJ um, and they swapped it with a different elite AJ, which is so bizarre to me. Like I, I understand people switching elites for basics, like whatever, but they, they swapped it out and it's not the correct figure, which whatever. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the gatekeeper for all the figures there, but my, what I always think is like, what if some mom is going to go there and like, you know, her son wants top picks AJ and she sees that and then she buys it and it's like not the right figure. Like that's such crap, you know? And I've turned it into customer service twice and it's found its way back on the pegs. And I've told them like, you need to damage this out. You know, it's not like, it's not the right figure. I've even showed them the right figure. Um, And then the other day I took it, Phil, and I buried it into the into a ball pit. I saw that. Was like, That's great. There, yeah, there was like this big ball pit and I buried it and it flipping returned on the peg. I went back the other day and it was on the peg. I was like, somebody found it and <laughs> put it back on the peg. Oh my God. So, yeah, I would, funny.
0: I would just smash that. I would just accidentally run it over with the stroller or something. And just... I
1: know well, everybody was like, you should just open it. And like, you know, I'm like, yeah, but then here I am. I'll, I'll be the jackass that gets arrested for opening a figure in the middle of the store after somebody like stole it. And I've already told them about it twice. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um. So yeah, I'm just at this point, like, I'm like, okay, well, just, I, I did my part at, as a you know figure vigilante trying to you know <laughs> take the law into my own hands, but Target is the worst. Yeah, I, I the- love tar- I-, I love Target for a lot of things, but their toy section is the worst.
0: Yeah, I'm really really missing Toys R Us. I've been in too many Targets over the last couple of weeks. Friday, the day after we recorded last week, I. Uh- Head to the office, and somebody sent me an alert that, hey, there's some new uh, elites. The Elite 64s are in at, at this Target downtown in Baltimore. So I head down there. I'm trying to be nice to everybody, and I find a girl stocking the shelves like, hey, can you scan this for me? I had a barcode that one of our, our Twitter buddies had posted of the Pete Dunn figure, and uh, she scanned it. She said, oh, there's just there's two in the back. I don't know what they are, but I can check for you. So she uh, was back there for five, ten minutes, comes out with a Kurt Hawkins and a Pete Dunn figure and i was like i'm gonna i forget what her name was but i'm I'm gonna name my next kid uh whatever her name is and she didn't really give a shit but uh that was that was great and i've also since last week (laughs) i found alistair black and ruby riot so uh and i found uh killian dane for a patreon member uh mike green aka good brother mike so uh i'm gonna ship that out to him and uh, we gotta
1: start we gotta start putting our our powers out into the universe like more off like we have mega powers last week when we were recording we both said hopefully next time next week when we're recording we'll have pete dunn sitting here on our desk and both of us got pete dunn this week
0: all right like well, hopefully scarlett johansson moves in next door <laughs> and uh <laughs> starts a car wash business in her driveway all right i put it out there
1: Boozer, weight wife. Do not listen to this. Okay? Yeah, you know, she's
0: she's been asleep for two hours already. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a good week, and I found um, I found a whole case today, uh, and I gra- they just they were actually holding it for somebody. I think I don't I don't even know a buddy of one of the buddies in our our Facebook group uh, had called and I, maybe to put it on hold. Maybe with somebody else, but I just grabbed the two that I needed. I didn't want to take all of them. I posted a picture on Twitter of I had like six or seven nxt elites just from people i need to send them to and a couple of buddies i need to meet up with and somebody was like what are you, what, what are you doing buying a whole case huh? how do you feel about the other collectors in your area and i was like i don't give a shit about them they don't care about me i care yeah. about here's what i care yeah. about i care about myself number one i care about my buddies and the, my friends that are collectors nearby and i care about the people that listen to this show and you and the, yeah. our, our social media followers other than that I, I don't care
1: you're protecting the other collectors. You're not re- yeah. you're not selling these things for a profit. Exactly. You are you are legitimately being part of the you know hashtag Fig Life that the fully Posable guys really you know started on their show. So yeah, we we need to. Uh, you just don't listen to those assholes.
0: Yeah, yeah. If somebody was at the Target and said, Oh, I wonder, I wonder if uh, some guy I don't know named Phil wants these, and I shouldn't buy them. No, they nobody cares. They 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 want them. They're going to buy them. So you know, I yes. I'm not. I'm definitely not using them for sinister purposes. I'm. I'm giving them to people for you know maybe another dollar or two for some gas or shipping, but uh, yeah. nothing other than that. And I want to help people out. And I don't want these to fall in the hands. I forget who it was. I should pull it up. I think fully poseable. I didn't listen to this week's episode of Fully Poseable. They might have talked about it. Did you listen? Because somebody on Twitter talked about how they ran into a scalper at Target, and the guy had like all eight NXT elites in his hand, and said, "Do you you know do you need all those?" And he said something like. Uh, like, you're sleep. You were sleeping or something, or like sleepers don't don't. Pro, I forget what's saying. You said I'm. I'm oh, butchering. They,
1: he said he said that to the guy that was asking if he needed all of those.
0: Yeah, yeah. He said it to the guy on on Twitter that that's f- friend was fully posable and just said, you know, uh, you know, shouldn't have been sleeping like, you know, shouldn't have been sleeping yeah. in or something. I would have taken those things out of his hand and stepped all over them. Yeah. Because screw uh, that, man. You know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it is lame. I mean, and you know, it is it it is first come first serve, you know, but it is it is like scalpers, like when they know the market's hot for it, it's just I mean, it's been like that with collectors of any sort for I mean, as long as I can remember, I mean, you know, we used to collect sneakers. I mean, I've collected, you know, vintage dishes. I know you probably, a lot of you guys don't know that about me, but I'm like a hardcore, like vintage collector, um, as well. And like the market has always been like that and resellers ruin it for everyone always. But I mean, you got to respect their hustle, I guess, but it is, it is effing annoying, especially when the distribution is so bad for, um, you know, the Mattel figures right now that like, you know, they can legitimately charge like insane prices, but, anyway um, what did you get this week phil well,
0: that, that's it i mean alice for black ruby Ride, and i got kurt hawkins and pete dunn i picked up honky tonk man at uh, retro fest at gamestop for 9.99 just hours before he was announced for the hall of fame so yeah, a pretty a, good that's a day hall yeah, yeah that's it's a just I, I wanted to talk about like i love the major wrestling figure podcast i listen to it every week but man Dude, me and Sheena are like you guys. We are out there hunting for this stuff just like you. We will help you out. And if we, there's going to be a time where I'm not going to be able to find something, Sheena, and I'm going to need one of these our awesome listeners to help me out so it's it's all about paying it forward i don't get to go to ringside collectibles and just pick up free figures whenever i want because i'm a wrestler i'm buying this out of my own pocket and i'm hunting just like all the people listening so we're just like you guys we're i'm I'm not trying to put ourselves on a pedestal that we're better than anybody um it's i've just been lucky over the last week or so so it's you know that's all it is
1: yeah, one of the um, one of the few like negative reviews that we have uh, of the show. You know, people just hate, and I can tell. Like honestly, like these people. First of all, they didn't listen to the show. Second of all, they just hate because I like schooled them on Instagram, um, and so they they came here and decided to write a, a crappy review. You can tell by the review. But one of them was like, "Yeah, she just get, uh, plays with her free her free toys and thinks she's so cool." And I'm like, I've never received a free action figure from like any sort of distributor or like Mattel or ringside or any of those things. So like every figure that I buy, I buy out of my own freaking pocket and like, I've either hunted for it or I bought it, which means I worked and paid for it. So, you know, if you're out here thinking we're just getting figures rained on us. Yes, I mean, if anybody, ringside, if you're listening, yeah, I'm not going to turn pretend, them down. Shit. If you're you know? listening, if you want to send us free figures by all freaking means, but just yeah. know that like, you know, the shit that we review and the shit that we talk about is stuff that we legitimately purchased ourselves, And we're out there. Like we're part of the fig life community. We're hunting with you guys. We're hunting for you guys. We like to do unboxing videos for you guys. So you can see all the details on the figs. If you can't get your hands on them. So, that being said, my haul was pretty. It was pretty light this week, um, but I did get Elite Pete Dunn from a uh, friend of Chick Foley, q's Town Collector. Um, awesome Patreon, so yeah, thank you so much for for hooking us up with the uh, elite Pete Dunn. He was able to find it for us. Um, the Ninja Turtles that I talked about last week, the neck and Ninja Turtles, we actually got those signed by uh, Kevin Eastman, who's the creator of you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he was like so awesome. Like go to the Instagram, check out the autograph. Like he freaking nailed it um, on those figures. And you know we're not even like the autograph type. You know like we don't get our figures signed and stuff like that. Um, but we like the way that. The those boxes were like we had to get them. We had to get them signed. We're still going to unbox them. um, But I was, I was super stoked to get to meet him and we're still on the hunt. So since we're talking about the fig life, we are on the hunt for those two packs of Ninja Turtles that are based on the cartoon that are hitting target stores in their NECA section. So if any of you guys come across that, make sure to hit me up on a chick Foley DMs and uh, let me know, and maybe we can work something out.
0: Well, trade ski. Yeah, I did. uh, I I slipped down a, a slippery slope Uh, And I started buying some, (laughs) this is so bad, some old uh, 1996 wrestling uh, WWE VHSs. For some, oh my for God! Some, for you're some,
1: going. You're in a rabbit hole escape. I escape. am.
0: I am because now I'm like, oh man, this one's only eight bucks. This one's ten bucks. This one's twelve. Oh yeah!
1: Don't do it to yourself. Stop doing that. I thought yeah.
0: it'd be it'd be cool to like just dis- something cool to display. Obviously, I wouldn't go back and watch them, but
1: you know, it's like, oh
0: my God, there's not. I can't do. I can't do this. But it's yeah. It's you tempting. can't
1: be oh, you can't be opening those cans of worms, dude. There's so much out there that if I because I you know when you have that collector mentality, once you start you You gotta collect you gotta
0: complete it yeah
1: you have to collect yeah and um speaking of the the major wrestling figure uh podcast like zach Ryder, i feel like he I, i feel like he's addicted like we're collectors i feel like that man is straight addicted like he has some sort of like problem like we're gonna see him on hoarders um one of these days with like his just like figures like there's no space to walk in his home it's just like a hallway like surrounded by like toys and rings and like all of this stuff like it is insanity the stuff that that man has so yeah you got to cut it off somewhere or you're gonna be you're gonna be like him where it's just like you don't even enjoy it and you just have shit in storage units
0: yeah you don't even know what what all you have you know
1: it's crazy. yeah exactly
0: yep uh so yeah that was my my haul here i'm hoping there's really not too much else i want to get I, i'm hoping those retro series eight so i i, I bought those uh on they were posted up on Amazon and I think it was like, I don't think you get charged for them until they, they ship, but that's a uh, Braun Strowman, Iron Sheik, um, Zach Ryder and Jeff Hardy. And those should be out. I think it's end of March, or beginning of March, April time period. And, um, so those, I don't know when those are coming, but uh, that's that's a good thing about Amazon. When they have stuff that's for pre-order, you're not going to get charged until they ship out. So, you know, there's free. And obviously, if you're Prime, it's free shipping. So you don't have to pay. As much as I love ringside collectibles, you know, they, they kind of eat it with those shipping charges. So Yeah, they do. Uh, but, yeah, that was a good, uh, good thing there. If you guys want to co-host our Go Figure segment, it's part of our Patreon account, too. We'd love to hear what you guys are picking up. Uh, so, hit us up there at patreon.com slash chick show. That's the last time I'll mention the Patreon page. I'm sure you're sick of it if you're if you're not on No, you're
1: not. No,
0: no. Um, but uh, let's move on to our random merch of the week. Uh, and that's going to be a Hulk Hogan LJN prototype. Oh, man. This is... You, you, you're going some bougie merch of the week these things man some pretty expensive stuff these I last couple weeks
1: yeah you know we went from like the, the pimp Shawn Michaels hat and the, the lighters the bikini lighters of Sable like all the way up to these like $20,000 <laughs> random merches of the week but man I can't help it we had Bonesaw last week and now we have a Hulk Hogan 1984 LJN vintage prototype of like of the like Arguably the most famous wrestling figure of all time. Like, there's, and there's two watchers on it, and I can, I'm almost betting I know who one of them is. Um, but $20,000, you guys, it is free shipping, and it comes in like this, like, dope, like, you know, display case, and it's got like the little, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the authenticity, the little authenticity certificate on it. And, it's pretty cool, but I'm just not into prototypes. Like it's not my it's not my bag. But yeah, guys, like think about like how many how many figures were made from that prototype? Like that 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 Hulk Hogan 1984 LJN. Like holy smokes!
0: Yeah, that is a pretty penny twenty thousand dollars. There's one on here. I just did a search while you were speaking, and it's an LJN sixteen inch prototype. For a Hulk Hogan for forty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. There's thirty people watching this.
1: Oh and my I th- god!
0: I think this is when L J N was actually going to do like a, a figure that moved. I guess I don't. I don't know what the, what the difference is here between the one that you spoke of, but uh, fifty thousand yeah. dollars. That's oh man.
1: That's some serious cheddar. But like I said, um, if it sells this week, just. Go ahead and tune into the uh, <laughs> ma- major wrestling figure podcast, and you'll be able to hear all about it.
0: Yeah, they'll have. They'll, I'm sure he'll tell a 10 minute story about it and how he tra- <laughs> tra- traded somebody a 8 by 10 signed 8 by 10 for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah um, but yeah, that's the random merch of the week. But you do get free shipping, so I mean, total bargain. Anytime you can save on shipping cost, hey, it's all- like
0: yeah, you'd be a fool not to take it. All right, next up is our retro recommendation of the week off of the WWE Network, and this is where we recommend a match that you need to check out that maybe you haven't seen in a while. Sheena, what, what's your recommendation of the week?
1: Well, since Raw, we, had, we saw the Big Dog back, and we saw uh, Batista back on raw um my my retro wrestling recommendation of the week is obviously extreme rules 2014 it was the shield versus evolution um so in honor of this kind of like semi shield reunion we have going on and the tension building between former evolution members uh i thought that was a great a great match and definitely go watch it because there, there was this spot in the match where like seth rollins is like crazy and like jumps from the audience, like on from one of the railings, onto Dean Ambrose and uh um, Randy Orton and Batista. And I mean, it just looks like it's insane. Like, I don't know, I would never have enough balls to like jump off that. But you know, my man Seth Rollins nailed it. So definitely go watch that out. Um, go watch that on the network this weekend.
0: I had something similar, I had WrestleMania 21 Triple H versus Batista for the World Heavyweight Championship, the big gold belt. And uh, this is when uh Batista did the thumbs down in the middle of the ring challenging Triple H and kind of became a, a main eventer and won the title. And now uh, was pretty good. Still had hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty good match too. Uh Triple H was all busted open and he had like the Fu Manchu. They both had a very interesting hairstyles. You had like the little flavor saver goatee on Batista and you had the 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 Fu Manchu redneck mustache on uh on triple h but uh, it was a pretty good match man these guys uh obviously have a history i'm sure they're going to try to tell us that this is the first time they've ever wrestled at wrestlemania but uh you need to go back and watch that one because they have and it was good for sure awesome and uh after that we're going to get into our listener mail so we have one and then we're going to get into our our haterade classic and and go through some of those but first what's our listener mail of the week
1: so we have a listener mail from friend of chick foley um trey from my damn toys um guys first of all i want to say something about trey like he is so awesome like i don't know if you follow him on instagram um but he does most of his magic over on youtube so make sure that you go over to youtube to at my damn toys uh, or my damn toys on youtube and it's insane, guys. Like, the his pick fed, like, you know, I love Instagram Championship Wrestling and I stand behind it, but his pick fed is like next level i don't know how much time and energy he puts into making these pay-per-views and these matches but they are insane i mean it is just like next level so make sure you go check him out subscribe to his feed because you will not be disappointed it's definitely something you could just like get sucked into whenever you're you know instead of binging netflix go over and binge my damn toys youtube and uh (laughs) you know get some fantasy books and things so his uh listener mail says (laughs) What's good, Sheena and Phil? Hound, hounds of Justice.
0: There they are, right on right on time.
1: Oh my God. Why are they barking? Anyway, it says, what's good, Sheena and Phil? Weekly question coming in. This week was pretty interesting on both Raw and SmackDown, and it seems like both shows had a breath of fresh air. All right, sorry about that, guys. We got the Hounds of Justice calm back down for now. So um This is from uh, My Damn Toys. He says, what's good, Sheena and Phil? Weekly question coming in. This week was pretty interesting on both Raw and SmackDown. It seemed like both shows had a breath of fresh air. On Raw, of course, the big dog returned, and one of my personal favorites of all time, Batista, showed up out of nowhere, which was beautifully executed, in my opinion. However, we saw my boy, Kevin Owens, return to SmackDown Live this week. I was insanely hyped as I've been awaiting his return ever since he went down. I truly feel that Kevin Owens is one of the best over." overall talents in the entire world all around in the ring on the mic and in professional wrestling. Um, I would like to ask both of you what your personal feelings are of Kevin Owens and do you share this view of him? Also, I like Kevin Owens better for the WWE title than Kofi. smiley face
0: it's interesting because he he's a main event guy, and he was for most of his, you know, I know he lost the title in like 10 seconds to Goldberg, but uh, he's a legitimate guy. He comes back in, and you don't question it when he comes back. He's been out for almost a year, and he was going to step right back in into a, you know, main event title picture, and it doesn't, doesn't bother anybody, so I like that about him. Uh, I don't see, you know, as much as I, I like him and I, I love the Kofi mania thing, there's no way we're going to get a a Seth world title win, a Kofi world title win, a Becky world title win. I mean, you're not going to just get four or five all-faced world champions. You know, that's not it's not going to happen as much as we would love it to happen. Uh, so I'm sure this is going to end up being a triple threat match. There's going to be some sort of Smas at uh, Fast Lane. But, <coughs> excuse me, I, I like Kevin Owens, and I think he's uh, – He's, I don't, I like the uh, option of having Kofi as the champion a little bit more but I don't, I don't hate uh, Kevin Owens in the spot for sure it and make some main event day 1 and now they have another guy to match up in there with some fresh matchups against Dane O'Brien and AJ Styles and it's good
1: Yeah um I don't hate Kevin Owens as as universal champ or world champ like I think he's definitely main event championship worthy but I think like he's he's already been you know a champ so I feel like this is Kofi's moment like I don't like I get where he's saying like I, I like KO better for the WWE title than Kofi like anytime like yeah I like Seth Rollins better for the you know universal title than Kofi right because that's my dude but I do feel like like Kofi's earned this moment to have a you know top title in WWE and I feel like if, if you don't give it to the audience like if you don't give it to them like they are going to freaking turn and be on fire you know what i'm saying like i feel like you have too much momentum behind this guy right now um to not do it that being said i love kevin owens i think he is so witty i love heel kevin owens i mean his his turn on Sami Zayn and nxt was amazing his when he debuted on raw and beat john cena in his debut i mean that was amazing the i mean the festival of friendship like i loved him and chris jericho together they were like Incredible um, And I mean For a bigger guy Like he's super athletic And like I said He's just amazing On the mic The only thing I mean besides Like the, the face of America Gimmick that he tried to do Like everything else Kevin Owens has done Has been incredible Except for stealing Universal title From Seth Rollins But we won't talk about that <laughs> um, But I I do love Kevin Owens I think he's amazing And I'm glad he's back I think we, we definitely Need him um, You know On our TV screens
0: Agreed Agreed Yeah totally I think he's gonna be good all right, let's get into what uh, what the world is here to hear.
1: Oh, okay. So first of all, um, like, I, like I said at the top of the show, we have our Chick-fil-A Haterade Classic happening. Um, and we got tons of submissions. And you guys, we asked for like, we were like, what's your most hated wrestler? And we asked for like, you know, what funny, entertaining story, you know, will, the best, most funny or entertaining story will win you guys brought some freaking hate. Like you guys have had this pent up for a while, man. When we asked who your most hated wrestler was, the floodgates opened. And I mean, there was some like malice in my DMS. I had to like, at one point come in and um, make a, an announcement like guys, like lighten up a little bit. Y'all are like depressing (laughs) me. (laughs) Y'all are depressing me with all this hate. Um, But we did end up getting some awesome submissions that were just super hilarious, but we did have to um, narrow it down to three. So before I unveil, why I freaking hate Samoa Joe. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read the top three and then we'll announce uh, the winner. So the, in third place we have Kieran Codd, Um and he sends his in and he says, uh, hashtag haterade. His is John Cena. His cargo shorts remind me of my high school science teacher who flunked me because I told him he smelled or he, he smells like watery cabbage. Ooh. Hashtag Dick man so, yeah, teacher, so.
0: teachers wearing cargo shorts in
1: school <laughs> wow. this i mean kieran looks like he's probably our age or like you know so he's he probably went to high school in like the early 2000s so okay. i mean he he's definitely cargo cargo shorts were definitely a thing back oh, then for sure um so thank you Karen for sending that in and congrats on your bronze medal in the haterade classic um, oh, the next man. submission hey, comes hey, in from hey, ulti hey, underscore hey, Matt hey, underscore hey, warrior hey, friend hey, of chick Foley. and, hey, and hey. he says hashtag haterade as a young kid I used to hate the million dollar man because I thought he could end world hunger and just and just <laughs> wasn't um, and just wasn't to be mean I um, I'd see I'd see the Oxfam commercials and uh, all the charities and just think, dang, Ted DiBiase could really help if he wanted to.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's a I great know. that's a great submission. How's that number you, two? You must have a good number I, one,
1: dude. I know it was really hard. I mean, these guys were these guys were a hair apart because I loved that when um <gasps> heel husband, when heel husband was reading that to me, I was laughing out loud. So nice. awesome job and congratulations on your silver medal in the Haterade Classic. Oh, man. And our winner, and the winner of the Elite 64, Samoa Joe, goes to Burnout Inc. Uh, BPW. This is also the guy who made us our custom chick fil title belt for ICW. So oh, he is nice. definitely a friend of, of chick fil But he comes in with his submission, and it says, Hashtag Haterade. All right, Foley, you called down the thunder. Well, now you've got it. This requires a story. August eighteenth, nineteen ninety three. Shockmaster stands behind a wall, ready to burst onto the scene and challenge Sid Vicious for the rights to claim the world as their own when the stinger calls for the shocker. Boom! Fireballs engulf the flare for the gold, and uh and out comes the master of shockitude, who tumbles over what? A two by four beam that was nailed to the bottom of the wall. So embarrassing for the shockmaster. And who do we all know, or who do we all know that carries a two by four with him at all times? Fucking Duggan. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the wow. guy who never did the job, would never put anyone over and was paid by the Crocketts to sabotage the shockmaster. That's why Hacksaw Jim Duggan is my most hated wrestler of all time.
0: Wow, that's that's some inception stuff right there. That's deep.
1: Wow. <laughs> I know. I was like,
0: really makes you think. And, you
1: know, I never thought about it. I was like, you know what? Hacksaw may have caused the Shockmaster blunder all those years ago.
0: Well, yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, that's who that was uh, the turning point of WCW there for sure. Wow.
1: Yeah, fun fact, I actually got to wear the Shockmaster helmet at WrestleCon. Um it was it was sitting on his table and I was like, oh my gosh, can I put this helmet on? And it like it was like so glittery, like it was like that old fashioned like nineties glitter, like big chunky glitter. Um and it looks so like cheesy and party-ish, like in hand, but I still felt like a boss when I had it on, you know, and it looks so good on TV. I don't know you know it just it was so funny that it looked so cheesy in real life
0: what a gimmick that was oh my god i cannot wait till we do our worst gimmicks uh bracket for the patreon because that <laughs> is that is going to be way more fun than the the best gimmicks one because there's so much ridiculous shit that's happened in the last 30 years of wrestling
1: oh i know i'm sure if we start like digging digging oh deep god. um you know but yeah poor fred poor fred otman you know he just had he had so much good happen and then
0: it's cool he they let him, him keep himself. the helmet
1: oh yeah yeah definitely like it was it was, i mean it was awesome like i have to I've, i'll post the picture on instagram i've posted it on there before but uh, fred ottman was like he was super super nice when we met him and everything but yeah i thought it was pretty cool that he he brought that little um relic with him
0: awesome so he gets that elite samoa joe and we get to find out why you hate samoa joe
1: oh my goodness okay so Let me take a breath real quick. Let me have a swig of beer for the working man. Nice. Probably the most common question I get on Instagram, like I said earlier, is, why do you hate Samoa Joe? Like anytime, anytime I post anything about Joe, like that's like one of the most questions and people rib me about him all the time. Um, And I've had the chick Foley account running for almost four years and have over 7,000 posts about God knows how many different wrestlers. And somehow my disdain for the SoCal submission specialist continues to be the thing that perplexes most of my followers. Um, And I'm about to finally let you guys in on the big secret. And the reason I hate Samoa Joe so much is I don't hate him. (laughs) Yeah, you heard me. I do not freaking hate Samoa Joe. In fact, I actually like I like him. You know, he's consistently been one of the better wrestlers on the show during his time in NXT and on the main roster. And I look forward to seeing what he does for the rest of his career in WWE. And the reason why this whole thing freaking started is one time I made a post being slightly critical of him a few years ago and it started this like firestorm like you think my Corey graves post was like firestorm like this was like a firestorm um and the smarks were rolling out of their mom's basements in droves just like twitter fingers blasting and they were so appalled that i could ever have anything negative to say about their indie darling that like you know me like i had two choices i was like you know, here I am, I could try to explain myself to these booger eaters, or I could just lean in and, like, make them, like, hate me even more, you know, and revel in their, their outrage, so, you know, the great thing about wrestling is that there's truly something for everyone, you don't have to like every wrestler, you know, and if you don't like the glitz and glamour of WWE, like, cool, check out New Japan, if you don't like the seriousness of New Japan all the time, like, go freaking watch Being the Elite, you know, and get hyped for AEW, but, there's something for everyone, but there is this like certain section of fans that like to be like the gatekeepers and act like they just have some sort of supreme opinion when it comes to wrestling and Joe just happens to be one of their favorite wrestlers and an innocent bystander in my war with the inno- with the internet marks. So, I'm sorry Joe that you had to be, you know, an innocent bystander, but once and for all I'm burying the hatchet um, and ending all the beef I have with Joe, which I'm sure he has no idea is even going on, (laughs) but I wish him well in 2019. And I hope the third time's a charm for this guy. And I hope he finds uh, a place on our televisions at a wrestle freaking mania.
0: Wow. That was uh, a definite uh, twist at the end of the story there, but it's uh, interesting. I love, I love the troll job. I love just the, the years long troll job of all the assholes. That's, that's 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 very similar to some things that I used to do on 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 Instagram and Twitter. So I I
1: was just committed. Like, yeah, I, I, I you was got not you. going to. I was not going can't to let, let it my, die. Yeah, I was like, no, this this has gone too far. Like the I I, I can't even remember what I said about it. I, I don't remember if it was about Tyson Kidd, like when you know he injured Tyson Kidd, or I said something after he injured Seth Rollins. Um, but I mean, it was like this just like I said firestorm and I was like oh hell no and I went on a rant that night I went on a rant on my Instagram stories but ever since then it's just been like this like slow troll job (laughs) for all the marks, you know, because I mean, of course I don't hate Samoa Joe. I don't hate any wrestlers. I don't hate them, you know, like personally, like I don't even know anything about them, you know, but WWE is meant for you to love people and hate people, you know, as their characters. Um, and people just feel like they have a right to tell you who you can love and hate, you know? So anywho.
0: Man, yeah, that's there's there's something powerful about uh, posting something that you know that people are just gonna get pissed off by, you know, and you know that you know, there's like the, there's probably a group of like three or four people that you know are always gonna react the same way when you post shit about Samoa Joe, and you know it's it's nice to have that power over people that you you know yeah. just your words can piss somebody off that much over someone they've never met before.
1: Yeah, and you know, for me, I just like. I'm always under the, the, I always tell myself like, cause you know, people are like, well, what if you offend people? And what if, you know, people, you know, people unfollow you, like, I don't care. And, you know, honestly, like most of those people don't unfollow the only, the only thing people love to hate or to love to follow more than people they love is they love to follow people they hate, you know? So people are just looking for reasons to be pissed off. And if I can piss them off, like they're there for it. So, um, you know. I love all of our chick fil followers, and I would say probably 90% of them are awesome, but there is a vocal 10% that are just like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> oh, man. For sure. I love uh, I love our followers, too. I love our Patreon followers a uh, slightly bit more, but uh, all of you guys, thank you for supporting the show. I've, I've We've grown the Twitter account from the last month or so from like 500 to... Close to 630 followers. I'm always trying to tweet out different uh, deals going on. Sheena has... Instagram covered on her side, so we're on both edges of the, of the social media spectrum there, and uh, we appreciate all the love. We've seen a lot of people share in our last couple episodes. The the listens on our episodes came, seem to keep growing every single week, so uh, keep doing what you're doing. You can follow us, or you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean, and basically any app that uh, gets podcasts. You can search for The chick Foley Show and listen to us there. Uh, we appreciate you. We will be back next week. We're going to preview Fastlane. I'm sure we're going to get into some WrestleMania news and rumors. And as we get closer to AEW Double or Nothing or whatever is, is that what it's called? Double Nothing Down Under. Or... You still there, Sheena?
1: What did you say? I was, I was that... just
0: I was making fun of the AEW the AEW oh, Double, Double or Nothing. nothing. Yeah, but, Double or
1: Nothing Down Under.
0: Uh, but uh, yeah, we have a. Uh, a Next couple weeks of shows, we have some new Patreon content coming out. I'm writing an article right now, Sheen. I'm starting a new segment on the Patreon because I'm getting kind of getting. I've, I love to write, and I've been away from it for so long. So I'm going to do an article. What if Bret Hart never left the WWE? And go mm. through some segments, and you know what would happen. What would the Attitude Era have happened? How it would have been different? I think it's an interesting, you know, he was the face of the WWE for so long. What would happen if he, you know, the Montreal screw job never happened and uh, he would have stayed and been a part of the WWE. So uh, check that out, and we appreciate you guys listening. Sheena, anything else before we get the hell out of here and I go to bed?
1: No, make sure that you uh, go over to at for the title. They're almost fully funded. They are like 93% funded. So we wanna make this comic book happen for them. Uh, we've been talking about it on the show. We've been talking about it on the Instagram feed. So go support these guys. They are awesome. They're artists, they are you know wrestling fans. So there's nothing better. So go over to at for the title, check them out, throw some ducats their way and um, let's make this book happen. And if you end up purchasing a book, um, you will not regret it. Like I have their first book and it is just amazing. And it's something that, you know, even my, even Brett loves to look at and like the kids I used to nanny for, they used to love the book and they know nothing about wrestling. So um, definitely check it out and support those guys. And thank you again for supporting all things chick Foley. We love you.
0: Check out our friends over at the Fully Posable Podcast as well. Their episode drops on Sunday night, Monday morning. So you can listen to them at the beginning of the week. You can listen to us on Thursday and Friday. And uh you know your commute to yep. work is uh covered for two of the five days. And uh stay classy. Marks will be back here next week with a brand new episode.